Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's January 26th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First, we've got some U.S. economic data coming out today. I'll explain what it is and how it is connected to our second brief on Europe. They've also got some economic news, good news that you should know about. Third, we head to the North African country of Libya, where we've got an update involving oil and spies. Fourth, it's another brief about spies and intrigue in Africa. This time, it's about the Russians, gold, and a city named Ouagadougou. Later, we close out the podcast with a listener question about the assassination of John F. Kennedy. There's been some reporting on that recently. And a listener wondered, Brian, you sure have been quiet about that. I wonder why. Hmm. Well, today I will discuss it. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. The U.S. Commerce Department is set to release this morning fourth quarter data on America's gross domestic product or GDP. Of course, the GDP is the total market value of all goods and services in America's economy. It's a barometer of the economy's overall health. Economists are predicting a seasonally adjusted annual growth rate of 2.8%. Now, depending on where the actual numbers land, maybe it's a bit stronger or a little weaker. We'll see the stock market and companies react accordingly. So as this data gets parsed later on this morning and today, we have one piece of news now that gives us a hint of things to come, especially where the U.S. is heading in terms of our trade partners abroad. Port authorities in New York and New Jersey said yesterday that their growth rate is usually around 3.5% a year in any normal year. But since 2019, that growth rate was up to 27% in total. That's far higher than normal. In other words, East Coast ports are seeing that increasing trade with Europe as they process more containers, both coming from or going to Europe. Now, that's not to say that our West Coast ports or our trade with Asia is somehow collapsing. It's not. In fact, the very critical port in Los Angeles is shaking off some old labor troubles and they're bouncing back in terms of volume. Much of that, by the way, is coming from Vietnam, plus Bangladesh, India, and decreasingly China. Still, this news of East Coast ports, it's important as our economy is now shifting closer to Europe's. And of course, that is very important if you say work at these East Coast ports, or let's say you live in a city or a state where these ports operate, or certainly if you work at a company or a factory that has ties to Europe. 
So overall, then, things are shifting in America towards Europe, and the ports show it. Which takes us to our second brief this morning. Europe's largest economy and our greatest trade partner in Europe, we're talking about Germany, of course, they are set to expand their economy this year by 0.2%. That's according to an announcement made yesterday by the German economy ministry. Now, that might not seem like much, just a 0.2% growth. But as PDB listeners know, it's a lot better than forecasts just a couple of months ago following the natural gas wars with Russia. In fact, there were some estimates of a 12% contraction in Germany. So to have an economy there that is up, even if it's just by a whisker of a percent, that says that something pretty dramatic has happened over the past six months. And that's something dramatic? Well, it's you. Okay, it's partly you that gets credit for this big turnaround. And here's what I mean. So Europe was going to be in the absolute toilet unless it got new supplies of natural gas and coal. Those two commodities used to be provided by Russia, but their invasion of Ukraine changed the calculus. So in order to power Europe's industries and electricity plants, they went on a mad dash globally to find new supplies. They got it from places like Norway, lots of oil and natural gas there. They got it from Algeria, lots of natural gas from that Arab nation in Northern Africa. They also got things like coal from faraway locations like South Africa and Colombia. But Europe also got a substantial percentage of its oil and liquefied natural gas from American oil and gas companies. But in doing so, that created a supply crunch here at home. And that's why your utility bills in part have shot up over the past six months or so. You, my friends, are paying the price to keep Europe afloat with all that extra gas and oil. And it appears you have prevented their economy from going into a depression. So what is your reward for that? Well, most charitably, we can say that our major trade partners in Europe, especially Germany, will now be able to buy our goods and services, which we'll see reflected at those East Coast ports. And that will benefit East Coast cities and workers who trade with Europe. But otherwise, you probably aren't going to get much of a reward or thanks. So I'm just going to do that on their behalf. Thank you on behalf of Europe. Now, I should be a little bit fair here. It's not just these other nations or you all that have saved Europe's backside. The people of Europe have managed to conserve quite a bit of energy. Overall, gas demand is down 20% over the past quarter. In France, as just one example, electricity consumption over just the past month was down 10% after adjusting for temperatures. Same is true for Germany. And speaking of temperatures, Mother Nature also gets some thanks here for saving Europe's economy. It's been very warm so far this winter, meaning that people don't need as much of that precious natural gas to heat their homes. So maybe we should say thanks to climate change. All right, now I'm just asking for trouble, getting sassy. Let's move on to our third related brief, and this one involves spies and oil. Well, probably anyway. So as Europe has been scrambling for these new sources of oil and gas, there's one country that has been on their radar to find more of this stuff, and that is the country of Libya. But as PDB listeners know, that country has been racked with a civil war for years. But about 12 months ago, there was an uneasy peace established, yet it's still a nation effectively split in two, with one government in Tripoli and the other in Benghazi. On January 13th, I briefed you that the CIA director made a surprise visit to Tripoli and Benghazi. This came two months after the equally surprising arrest 
of a Libyan intelligence officer, a man named Abu Aguila Massoud. He was a suspect in the 1988 bombing of Pan Am Flight 103 over Lockerbie, Scotland. That terror attack killed 270 people on the plane and on the ground. Well, Mr. Massoud was snatched from his home in Libya back in November by the Libyan government in Tripoli. And then, shockingly, he showed up in the United States, arrested for his role in the Lockerbie bombing. And I say it's shocking because he's been protected for over 30 years in Libya. So why now? Why was he arrested now? Hmm. I offered you all that my analysis is that it probably had to do in part with Libya's oil and gas fields. Those things are just 1,000 miles from Italy. The idea here is that, as I suggested, if the West could get these Libyan terrorists, well, in exchange, maybe the CIA and others could help strike a deal with these warring factions, all to get Libya's oil and gas to Europe. All right, so that takes us to today's update. Yesterday, Bloomberg News reported that Libya's national oil company had just signed a deal with Italy. The Italian oil company ENI signed an $8 billion deal to tap into two natural gas fields off the coast of Libya. When at full capacity, that will provide around 850 million cubic feet of gas a day. That rivals the now defunct Nord Stream pipeline from Russia. By the way, Libya already sends a modest amount of natural gas to Italy and the rest of Europe, but that pipeline has been far less than full due to the civil war and government corruption. So the bottom line is that I suspect that the CIA director's visit had something to do with this Libya-Italy deal, probably some sort of agreement amongst the warring groups, with each side getting something quite lucrative. I'll keep a watch out for what those dirty details might be. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got three more critical pieces of news for you. So hang tight and we will be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry beating rates. And now... I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Mike Baker here. Let's talk warranties. I know, that's exactly what you were hoping I'd say. Let me ask you this. Would you buy a car without a warranty? No, of course you wouldn't. What about your other important big-ticket purchases? Specifically, your home's appliances and critical systems? Again, the answer should be no. The bottom line is that every day is a good day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. With an American Home Shield warranty, 
unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or a faulty water heater won't break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And having that sort of reassurance, well, that's peace of mind. Choose a plan that works for you and your budget, and then it's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, well, you contact American Home Shield, and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So when it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Get warrantied. Now, I don't know if warrantied is an actual word, but let's go with it. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. And New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got three more critical pieces of news for you this morning. Just before the break, we were in Libya, and now we are going to jet south to the region of North Central Africa. Now, you might want to grab your maps for this one, and also maybe a pen and paper to write down the dates of a few key briefs if you want to go back and listen to those. All right. So over the past few weeks, we've talked a lot about this area of North Central Africa. First, back on December 19th, we discussed the country of the Central African Republic, or CAR. To refresh our memories on this one, the Russians are growing their presence there, pushing out the French and winning influence with the local government. And it's led to so much tension between the Russians and the French that, as you probably recall, a Russian official was injured after he opened what turned out to be a package bomb. And that takes us to our first update. The media outlet Politico is reporting that it has a cable from the U.S. State Department confirming that the Russian paramilitary organization called the Wagner Group is in full control of a large gold mine in Kar. In fact, it's now guarded by anti-aircraft weaponry. And the State Department says they now believe that the profits from all this gold will probably bring in the Russians about a billion dollars. All right. Keep that update in mind as we go north and west from the Central African Republic to the country of Mali. Although we might know it best from that famous town that we talked about, Timbuktu. Well, on January 20th, we talked about that great city, plus the fact that the Russians were increasing their delivery of weapons to that military-run government, which takes us to an update. The United Nations says that its peacekeeping operations in that country are going to have to be drawn down because they can't get nations to contribute more soldiers. Now, the shortage is being driven in part by previous countries like the French who are being kicked out by the Russian-backed government. In other words, here too, the Russians are growing stronger in influence. Which takes us to our final stop in Central Africa. It's a new country that we haven't talked about. And that is the country of Burkina Faso and its incredibly named capital city of Ouagadougou. All right, this country, at least geographically speaking, is absolutely blessed. It's got tropical savannas that are or could be quite productive for agriculture, although it is also home to all sorts of lions and elephants and leopards, just all sorts of great animals. It's also got three just beautiful rivers, the White Volta, the Red Volta, and the Black Volta. If you want, you should go take an internet safari when we're done today. It's a pretty neat country. Although that's probably not what the French are thinking this morning. They are not happy with the government in Ouagadougou. That's because the military leaders who run Burkina Faso are kicking the French out there too. 
and bringing in the Russians. Last Saturday, officials in Ouagadougou notified the French government that they had one month to withdraw their forces, which number around 400 special French operators. And in their place, the African leaders of this nation confirmed that the Russians and their Wagner group will be stepping into the void. Said the local authorities, quote, Russia is a reasonable choice in this dynamic, end quote, by which they mean Russia won't criticize us for being a military-run government, whereas those pesky French and Americans do. Regardless, the Wagner Group will be taking on an Islamic insurgency in the north of Burkina Faso, mostly fueled by Al-Qaeda and Islamic State radicals. Those folks have taken over wide swaths of territory up north and displaced millions of people. If you're wondering what the Russians and the Wagner Group might get out of this deal with Burkina Faso, the country has sizable deposits of gold. We have reports from December saying that the Wagner Group got mining rights in exchange for providing fighters against those Islamic radicals. But authorities in Ouagadougou say, no, no, that is not true. For the record, I suspect that they are lying. All right, let's put this all together. We've got Russians on the advance in the Central African Republic, Mali, and Burkina Faso. And that's because Russia doesn't care about democracy or human rights in those places, while the French and the West, we do. So we're losing out. Meanwhile, Russia gets a whole bunch of money from things like gold mines, and they also get important votes in the United Nations when the world tries to condemn them for, you know, invading Ukraine. Well, now Beijing and uh, well, Ouagadougou say, no, we're going to support Moscow. For what it's worth, I predict we'll see more of this happen in other places into Africa. But what I'm really watching for is as this Wagner group takes on Islamic radicals, will they try to push these guys into other countries in, say, Western or Northern Africa that are allies of America or the West, especially the country of Algeria? which, as PDB listeners know, is providing a critical amount of natural gas to Europe following the war in Ukraine. So perhaps that's part of the grand plan. Push that Islamic insurgency into countries where the French or the U.S. have strength or equities. And that's why I'll also be watching not just Algeria, but one other country in Africa. It's called Niger. And that's because as the French are retreating from Mali and Burkina Faso, they're going to this country of Niger. Meanwhile, the U.S. military has two air bases in Niger, both of which are focusing on killing Islamic radicals with drone operations. So lots of intrigue in Africa this morning. Plus, we get to say words like Ouagadougou. Say that three times fast. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking foundation cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about foundation cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, 
Maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night. Wherever you and your pals are getting together, be a hero, bring out the foundation cigars. Ignite your senses and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Yesterday was a notable date in history. January 25th of 1961, President Jack Kennedy hosted the very first live televised press conference. He had been in office for only five days. He was asked about the Civil War in the Congo, relations with the Soviets, and the release of two Air Force officers who had been held captive by the Soviet Union for six months. Sadly, as we all know, President Kennedy would be dead two years later, assassinated in Dallas, Texas. But who killed him? Now, there's been a lot of talk about that over the past few weeks. Fox News host Tucker Carlson has been discussing it, using the recent release of some documents that suggested that it may have been the CIA. Tucker also apparently has a source, uh, some say former President Donald Trump is the source, who have said or claimed that they have seen other classified documents confirming that the CIA was involved. A number of you have written in asking me about this, and the most recent was Scott in Nokomis, Florida. He found my silence about this issue to be, well, interesting. So here's what he said. Quote, as a former CIA case officer, you have been conspicuously mute about the revelations of a potential CIA involvement in the JFK assassination. I understand that this was long before our time, perhaps outside of your need to know, and even something that you are forbidden to talk about. Nevertheless, I'm curious if there is any inside baseball that you might be able to offer us on this subject. Well, Scott, thank you so much for the question. The short answer is no. I do not know a thing about this because the material has been very closely held by the CIA and you have to have a very real need to know to access it. And I just didn't. But I will say this. The current occupant of the White House, Joe Biden, released a number of documents back in December about this case, but not all of the classified documents. He left some of them close hold. So here's what he said at the time, justifying his decision to keep these JFK documents classified. Some documents will remain classified to protect against an identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, or the conduct of U.S. foreign relations that is of such gravity that it outweighs the public interest in disclosure. Okay. 
President Kennedy was killed in November of 1963. That was 59 years ago. The question then is, what exactly is so sensitive from nearly 60 years ago that we can't discuss it today? In other words, how exactly would that information from 1963 harm intelligence operations today? Or our foreign relations or military defense or law enforcement? Candidly, I don't know. And that's why I haven't spoken about this. I don't like to spread rumor or gossip. I don't mind, you know, good conspiracy theory, but I want to believe that I have some degree of evidence and confidence to share that with you all. But I will say this. I am very suspicious of Biden's response or frankly, that of any politicians hiding anything at this point. In my experience, politicians and the intelligence community are guilty of sometimes keeping things classified because the information is either embarrassing or shameful. And that's both unethical and unlawful. But you know what? It does happen. Now, is that the case here with Jack Kennedy? I mean, what if the CIA were involved? How would you all respond? Would you want the CIA, say, torn down to the foundation, start over with it, or get rid of it altogether? And if so, would that demand to sort of gain steam and make us tear down other parts of the American government? Hmm. All I can say is this. If I were president, God forbid, I would personally go through that remaining classified intel on President Kennedy's assassination and do so with a strong desire to release all of it. Good, bad, and ugly. It is true, though, that maybe this material would be so persuasive in its sensitivity that I would say, you know what, now I understand. But I'll tell you, in the past five years or so, it's completely changed my mind on how much I trust the government, including the CIA and FBI. In short, I don't trust them at all. Just one example here. James Comey, the former FBI director, leaked classified sensitive material to the New York Times to force the appointment of a special counsel to investigate Donald Trump for secret connections to Russia. Now, James Comey knew then, and we know now, that there was no secret connections between Trump and Russia. In fact, a report by the Inspector General of the Department of Justice found that James Comey leaked information to the press to fuel an atmosphere of panic and hysteria, to get that special counsel and damage Trump, all because James Comey had a personal vendetta, his own personal politics. And that's not a conspiracy. That is an established fact put out by the Department of Justice. And you don't have to like Trump to accept that. And so I think that if we are to reestablish trust in the intelligence and law enforcement agencies of this country, the whole works needs some very serious reforms. Thousands of people ought to be fired, agencies stripped of surveillance powers. We just need a whole bunch of sunshine to disinfect the halls of these organizations. And I think that releasing these documents on JFK would be a very helpful part of that process. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Hey, guys. 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.